Hold up, y'all hear that? Sounds like that new black anime. Let's go. You all about that action. That slice of life. Hey, yo, Eric, keep that slice of life. Yo, Eric, you it's like i just always compared anime to naruto that's the same all right bro that nigga was strong i'm not even close yo he couldn't even kill What's good, everybody? I want to welcome y'all to another episode of the Black Anime Podcast, where we talk about anime, manga, webtoons, culture, all that shit and more. And, you know, you already know, you got your main man here, Aaron, a.k.a. The Lost Homie, a.k.a. The Anime Anthology, here again to talk to y'all. And I brought my friend Meech here. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, Meech. What's good, everybody? It's your boy Meech, a.k.a. Young Drip God, a.k.a. Young Juice God. Pleasure to be on the podcast, man. Yeah. What's your, what's your podcast called again, Meech? Let oh, yeah. Know. I got my own uh, podcast called the Space to Place Podcast. You can find it on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, anywhere, basically. Yep. And I'll, I'll link it in the description. But... Just to just to keep going, you know what I mean. Uh, it's just me, it's just me here today, you know what I mean, from Black Anime. But you know what I mean. We're catching up this today on the seasonal anime. You know, it's been a very hectic, very very hectic season. A lot of you know delays, cancellations, all that type shit. And but you know, it's still pretty solid. It's still pretty solid, and I'm gonna tell you why. And we will really get into it as we go on. But before we get started, as always, let's get to what's up. Uh, you know. Coronavirus going on, you know. What I mean, people out in the streets is getting crazy. But uh, what you been, what you been up to, Meech? What you been watching? What you been reading? You know, what I mean, anime, manga, webtoons. You know, what I mean, cartoons. Whatever you been on, what you, what you been up to this week, man? Uh, none much, man. I just been, well, even throughout the whole quarantine thing, I just been, just been living life. You feel me? Can't let this thing stop you from just like living i know it's dangerous out there but as long as you stay protected have your mask have your your gloves and everything you're able to go out and do stuff i've been doing stuff uh going out with my cousins you feel me we just been chilling at their house you know chopping it up just having fun life keeps going you can't let it stop you um as far as like what i've been re what i've been watching uh uh i've been re re-watching uh slime because uh well, before the delay of Slime Season 2, I was watching that in the meantime. Just to... Because I, I, I love Slime. I was excited when they got a Season 2 announcement this year. And I was like, yes, I can finally see Rimmer on the big screen. But then that delay happened. I was like, you know what? Ah, it sucks. But who knows? This delay might be a blessing in the skies. We might get even better animation than we did before. You feel me? Uh, I finished up Fire Force today. The last two episodes... I've been okay. I've been putting all those on hold for like a while. I don't know why, because I I'm a, I the last few episodes uh, the best episodes too. That's straight too. Yeah, intros go hard. Because I um I started Fire Force. Uh, I think I read the manga before the anime came out, so I was far ahead. Mm -hmm. I was like on chapter two hundred, and so when they finally got to the ep uh the chapters of them 
meeting show and them fighting on the uh, Netherland, I was like, okay, I'm hype. You feel me? And those last couple episodes, it was like, they really did those chapters justice, man. Uh, what else? Um, I fin I finally finished up uh, lat it's a last season anime. It was uh, Isekai Cheat Magician. I I got back up on episode eight with it. Finished it up today. You feel me? It, it was all right for last year's. Uh, I think it was last year's seasonal anime. That was, yeah, um, was last fall. I want to say it's it's a it's that you know typical it's a Kai type show. Though. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's a typical. They go to another world. The teens are overpowered and stuff. You feel me? Nothing too crazy. It was an enjoyable re uh, watch. Um. But yeah, that's a that's about it, man. That's what I've been uh re uh watching. You feel me? Uh, f as far as reading, uh, been keeping up with uh the slime manga, every monthly chapter, Dragon Ball Super. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm gonna start uh probably after Tower of God finishes up its uh anime run. I'm probably gonna go and read that. I'm definitely gonna read a uh, God of High School too, since that's getting an anime uh in the summer I'm excited about that uh and currently my uh next anime i'm watching is uh big o you know that's a classic that's a classic classic man big o i mean i'm not i'm not the biggest on big o i need to go back and watch it too but from what i've heard about it it's different like it really go hard so at uh we'll see you see the people at bland man my boy mike he said he said. He said. He said. That's like Batman with a uh, with a with a. Yeah, they, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's what you saying. They say uh, this man, ba Roger Smith. He's just Batman with a mech. And I'm like, all right, bet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but definitely, that, that's definitely. I mean, definitely something worth checking out, especially if you into that order type animation and you're in the mech. That's well, that's that's a really good treat. Yeah. But um, for me personally, I've been I've been uh let's see I just started starting to read I'm I'm more I read regular books like that I, I like I just not getting the manga I used to read um comic books a lot but I'm just not trying to get the manga webtoons more so um I've been I haven't been reading too much I've read you know last last week we had our interview with my boys at Shaded Red so I read that um I've been uh. Reading some God Punch, me and Pat, and we've been talking, so I've been chatting up, so I've been reading some God Punch, stuff that y'all don't even know about. Y'all don't even know about it yet, but I know about it. Um, and then I've just been trying to keep up on seasonal anime. I've been watching a few movies. I just, man, I, 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 I at least like watch like five to ten episodes of anime every day. I finished Scissor 7, season two. Scissor 7 is amazing. Great anime. Um, I watched the Violet Evergarden movie. Um, I finished another anime. Like, I just... And that Violet Evergarden movie is amazing. I cannot wait for the continuation to come out um, sometime the end of this year if they still have it coming out. But I, I've been watching so much in the year, just trying to keep up with all the season stuff that's still going on. Because even though it's less than normal, it's still a lot. And it's still stuff I haven't really got to watch yet because it's still a lot of stuff. So, yeah. Really different. Um, but... <sighs> Let's, let's let's transition into the topic. So as I said before, we're talking about catching up on anime, you know, spring 2020 edition. You know what I mean? It's around the middle of the season. Everybody's either like on their ninth episode, eighth or ninth episode, only about got like a month and a half left. So we kind of want to check in, you know what I mean, on this anime. Also, you know what I mean? It's quarantine. is less anime shown. So we kind of talk about what we've been watching in the meantime to keep us uh, watching or even reading in the meantime to, you know, to keep us up. So first... Uh, I want to talk about. I want to talk about. I'm gonna go back down here. 
I want to talk about something that that really, you know, what I mean, beguiled me, you know, what I mean, really, really wild me out the season is that there's two isekai that's like kind of shaking it up for me right now because like like you was talking about me, you watch isekai, isekai cheat magician, cheat magician, and it was like mad typical. Like I, I think I watched like four or five episodes of it and I just stopped. I was like, I don't even see the point. Yeah, it's definitely mm-hmm. like a it's your typical like light novel. Oh, kids get kidnapped or kids get sent to another realm and then they're just op for no reason type isekai yeah it's not you're not really missing much if you don't watch it it's it's a nice little watch yeah like it's something nice to watch but like it's nothing that like really you know challenges he doesn't have to but it's not something that like challenges normal even tries to take that like premise and turns on its head it's the same thing that came out um i think two years ago no i think it was like last year winter season last year spring season it was like in another world my smartphone same bullshit. It was wilding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, yo, that had me cracking up when I first watched it. Like I wasn't going to, but I was like, I want something funny. It wasn't even funny. I was just like, yo, this is uh But um, the two essay it felt really like, rushed. Yeah. Yeah, it felt really rushed. I agree with that. It felt really rushed. Like they were just trying to throw ideas out. Like a dartboard and was like, yeah, you know, he got a smartphone. That means he can do this. I was like, come on now. Like how to even. <laughs> And it was like, yeah, God, he can give me Wi-Fi in another world. How can God give you Wi-Fi in another world? Like, <laughs> he was checking current events in like the uh, like the, his his old world while he was in a new world because God gave him magic Wi-Fi. Like, that's ridiculous. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, but the two isekai this season that's really been, I mean, hitting. I mean, well, I guess I don't know if there'll be more, but the two main ones that's really been hitting for me right now um, is my next life as a villainous and the eighth son. Are you kidding me? Um, they both have their quirks, like, and my life, my next life as a villainous kind of takes a different spin. Um, I'm pretty sure if you've been paying attention in any way, I guess, just depends, that's what depends on you following any Twitter too, paying attention to anime. Uh, people have been talking about this. This is like one of the few anime where I really feel like the main character earns their harem, right? Like the main character in this one, right? So she gets transported to like a dating simulator type joint. That's like, I guess that's more popular like in Japan and all that, right? But she gets transported to that world. And in that world, she realized that she's the villain. She's not the hero. She's the villain. So as a kid, she realized that she has to do like all the right steps so that when she becomes older and she joins, like, gets to the actual main part of the game, that she doesn't end up getting killed by one of the um, heroes of the game. So like the whole like I guess like first half of the season right now, where we have her focusing on trying not to get killed. So she's doing all this stuff being like extra nice, working on her relationships and like that with different people so that she does not get killed as the villain um, later in the story. And it's like, I just love how they kind of like flipped it on its head. And it's also, it's done really well because all the characters, in my opinion, are done really well and done like, like done like very enjoyably. I don't think there's any character in which I sit them like I dislike it. Like, and it even has its good, you know, comedic beats from time to time that makes it like that, like lightens the atmosphere, even if it, because um, it's not very dark, but like it can get like aimless sometimes, but then it's like the comedy keeps it like on track. So definitely, if you're in the isekai, even if you're not, if you're just tired of the regular isekai genre, then this is like a good one to go ahead and watch to like give you a different perspective. Um, and definitely like take away from like the norm from what we got last year, especially like I said with isekai cheat magician and uh and uh my life as a smartphone, whatever. And in another world, a smartphone like it's definitely something newer and fresh in my opinion. That's really enjoyable. Um, the Eighth Son. Uh, you said you watched some of that too, Mitch. What do you think of the Eighth Son? Um, yeah, I, I I started watching it yesterday, and I binged that up to the current episode. Um, 
I definitely like the concept of like the whole royalty and nobility thing where it's like, okay, he's in a world where he like it's basically by social class, but he has he's able to use magic that puts him like at that noble class, but it's kinda like he's still kinda like he's stuck in the system, like he works for the king and he can't really do what he wants to do. Even after like the time skip where like the, uh, after the three-year time skip of them being their own adventurers, he still has to do que- uh, quests for the king, and it's just a never-ending never cycle. It's kind of like, dang, bro! It's like, even even with all this magic, you still gotta listen to the king. You can't do. You can't be your own man. And I definitely think like the main character, um, well, Vel, yeah, yeah, Vel, yeah, because uh, they always they they type they spell it as well, but it's Vel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like for uh, Isekai um, main MC, he's definitely not like he's not like the MCs of the previous two uh, Isekais, like the cheap magician and the uh, and the smartphone. It's not like he's just some dumb kid and he's just like doing whatever he wants to. You feel me? Like he's actually like. He, there's actually some humanity to him. Like when we first yeah. see him after he goes off to wanting to be an adventurer, goes to the academy. Like everybody is distancing themselves from him because oh, he has he has the magic and no but no magician at that academy can teach him. So they distance him off like he's just some higher pedestal. Like they can't even touch him. But when you look at it from his perspective, he's like he doesn't have social skills. He lacks certain social skills that people do in the real world when he's like, I just want to make friends with them. I don't care about all this social class. So that really brings some humanity towards him and when he finally forms his party with the the main trio, you really get to see like their relationship evolve. It's like they they look at him differently like he's supposed to be a noble, but he's not the typical no, noble that they expect in their world. You feel me? But yeah, because I mean, and I think that that's because you know, I mean, that's because I mean, he's not from there, which I think is, yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not yeah, from which, there. Yeah, which I think is like the most interesting way, and they take the premise and how you know, which I, which is something they do. And I think, and I was another anime, it's a continuation that we'll that I'm gonna talk about later, which is the same thing. I love it when um they 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 take like you know stuff from the, their original world and put it in a new world, but it doesn't. I guess it doesn't feel forced, and this one doesn't feel forced. You know what I mean? Like he just kind of like. It's another anime that does it too that does it really well, but it didn't feel forced, you know what I mean? Because he really doesn't know what's going on because he's not from this world. He still has like his own mind from, but it's it's not like I don't know how to explain. It. I can't think I can't think of the show right now. It's from my mind right now where they have this this same isekai idea where God comes another world inhabits another body, but it's like real corny, cornerly done. I cannot cannot remember what it's called, but anyway, but like I get what you're saying. Like it really it really works to like how he makes friends. My main problem with the show is that the world building just kind of sucks. But like, besides that, like the characters are definitely the most important part of the show. Like, if you're if you're trying to watch this to like have really some grand fantasy adventure, you are in the wrong corner. However, the characters are good, and the situations with them are the situations they get into are kind of interesting, and it has this good comedy. But the world building, I think, is kind of the worst part. Um, yeah. And, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. What did you want to say? Yeah, I would say like with the the world building, it's definitely it's definitely weak because like it's just I'm pretty sure this is just a one off isekai light mm-hmm. novel. I don't think this will get a second season or like at least personally, 
I mean, I would like for it to, so they can expand upon it. Yeah. But as far as what I'm looking at now, it's definitely not like it's not like what you get from slime. You didn't you like yeah. the world building in slime is what really elevates the show. Not to say that the characters don't as well, but like, and I think the perspective from like Rimuru himself is just like he's able to look at the world more vastly than these other generic isekai uh, MCs. And that's and that's, that's that's what I do like about him. You know, what I mean, like he is OP, and I I like that. I've always liked this take with Isekai characters to where like he he's he's OP, but he's not. Like he still has his failings. Like they have the last episode, I believe, less less the last two one of the last two episodes where he had the uh, fight and he had to use his own strength and he lost like the first match. And like his his you know compatriots, his um companions, you know they stepped up and you know fought hard. And they were necessarily stronger physically than he is. So, like, there's a very good balance between him and his and his um uh his team that makes it so he can't do everything. And how they they also like his magic is very severely limited. It's not something that comes out. So, like, it's it's not your typical isekai. It does. I mean, even though he is necessarily overpowered, he still can't do everything himself. And so that's yeah. like I think like one of the best parts about. It. So like like I said, if you're coming here for the characters, if you're coming here for you know. Come here for um, something that's kind of fun. Fun to watch is definitely it. But the things that like you know would take it take it away from me from being it like being really good is like even though my next life as a villainess is a whole different situation and it doesn't like my next life as a villainess doesn't even have to have great world building to be a good show. But it has good world building and telling us everything of the situations of what's going on at all times. So you never really feel as though that you're missing something that else that's going on in the world because it, it clearly it clearly shows you what the world really is and that's something we don't get in the eighth son when it comes to world building but it doesn't really need it to still be a good show so um eighth son definitely that's definitely it definitely love it um next we go on next i want to move on to um uh the continuations uh i think i'm the only one that's watching so you're gonna hear y'all gonna hear me talk for a little bit real quick um and the best continuation continuation in right now and it's not my top three my top three i try to keep my top three to only new anime of the se- like new anime that season, um, but the continuation we got Kaguya-sama Love Is War season two, and it's amazing so far. It is drop dead gorgeous, drop dead gorgeous. Like season one's animation was amazing, but season two's animation different level. I can't, I literally cannot praise this show's animation any more than I already am. That's how much I enjoy it. Um, and then even the stories, it is funnier than season one. It is more interesting. The season one, they they brought out um, different situations that I did not really expect. Um, if you're a reader of the Light Novel or manga, I'm not sure what this one is, then you, you know what's going on. But you know, as an anime only, I didn't really, I wasn't sure they were going with the second season. But they really, they're really knocking it out the park. Kageyama Love Is War, one of the best slice of lives to come out in the past five years um, by far. Comedy and slice of life by far. Um, I can't say much about it. I don't want to get into spoilers. I don't really want to talk too much about it but um an amazing an amazing show especially with what they've done with the with the arc with um the election arc um and just the election arc was just an amazing arc i think for the show um and because because it really you know i like how it brings to light the different characters and how they act in different situations um and it, it gets really detailed with it and i really like that uh so yeah just great show next up ascendance of a bookworm season two again just uh, this is so this is a slice life i want to talk about um that reminds me of the eighth son and the way that does its story in a way. 
well, actually reminds me of all of them, A Son and My Next Life in different ways. Um, just how we have this main character who uh, who I thought the premise was dumb, and I, I really did. Like as I watched it, you know, you have um, the little girl, the woman who transplants to a little girl's body, and you know she uh, she transplants to a little girl's body, and you know, like she she just wants to read books. And I'm like, oh, this is gonna be dumb, it's gonna be stupid, but now it ended up really being amazing. And um, the world building in it is gets better and better with every episode. Like it, the world slowly starts to get bigger and bigger and bigger when we when we uh coming to with this with the show. And as the next episodes go, I expect to get even bigger. It's world building is really good. The story is really good. How it like ups its own stakes, even though like you, I'm surprised it even has stakes with this kind of show. It really does good. It does a good job at that as well. I and I love how, like, at the end of the last season, how, like, her headaches and everything was really, like, her having an abundance of magic, a magic illness. And so, like, that moved on to her becoming part of the church. And it all kind of works out, and it, you know, works in a way of pushing along the plot. Cause the, so I just, this, there's nothing bad I can say about these two shows. They're just so good right now. Um, and then last year, Fruits Basket, I got to say, I'm not up on Fruits Basket, so I'm not going to talk too much about it. I will say the animation looks really good, and um, I'm expecting that's probably as good as it was last season but i'm sorry i've not caught up on that so um i will talk about it more um at the end of the season in about a month when we go through best of the season but right now i am not up on fruits basket so i ain't gonna talk too much about that all right um gonna do top three last because i I ain't ain't hopping on top three real quick um because you ain't because you ain't because yo meet you got any questions you can ask questions because i know you didn't watch too much on this season no, I sent you the whole list, nigga. Um, but next, I, I want to talk about shows that are still good. You know what I mean? Even though they don't have, uh, even though they're not my top three, you know what I mean? But they're not bad at all. Um, in my opinion, they're still doing really good. Um, we have Listeners, which is a music, a music-ish mech anime. I really expect this to be more music than anything else. I didn't even know it was a mech anime. Even by like the description, it doesn't really key in that's a mech anime. But it's actually pretty good. I don't like the mech designs, but I like 90% of the character designs. The character designs are really good. I love looking at the characters. They're really aesthetically pleasing. Um, I don't like the mech designs for the most part. And um, the mechs are CG, so uh, it, it don't be hitting the way it should be sometimes. But the story is really good. Um, it reminds me of a few other stories that I know of uh, that tells that similar tale. Um, you know, it's, and it kind of starts off with like one person who um you know doesn't know his path in life and like that is like he's okay with you know doing what he does versus life and then he meets someone who doesn't know who they are and they kind of go on this adventure and it you know follows a few story beats of a few of the anime that I know but it does it in its own way just like just good enough to be very interesting and still really good so I think it's worth the watch if you really want to watch it um I could I could really dig dig into this you know uh with how it does everything when it comes to different characters uh, next up Kakushi Goto um a great comedy a great comedy that i'm really i'm really anticipating to be sad as hell at the end me and this other dude um this other guy from the otaku podcast we talk about it on twitter from time to time and it's a very comedic i love it love the idea of it and, and it plays very well with it um so the guy's daughter um is probably like one of the cutest anime characters like this season last season now, i think last season i gave another cute anime daughter like girl of the year but like, i got I don't know. She right up there. I, I kind of, I love all the characters. Again, like, I think this is very good character heavy this season. Like, I can't, like, I don't think, um, actually one, one anime here might say something about, but for the most part, 
I love all the characters in every show so far. But Kakushi Goto, it's a, a solid comedy anime um, that you know has slice of life aspects, but a solid comedy, you know, about the dad who you know writes indecent manga. You know what I mean? Not the right hentai, right hentai. You don't want his daughter to know he's writing hentai <laughs> and drawing hentai. Yes, it is, yo, bro, Meech, it is funny. <laughs> and is so that really goes, the plot? <laughs> like, basically, so basically, the plot is he writes this. He writes this uh, manga called like. I don't know, it's like underpants something or whatever like that, or like my balls or something, some wild, some wild title. Um, and like he he does not want his daughter to know that he that he draws that manga. So he tries his best to hide it from her. And like it gets into all these like um comedic events because of that. So it's it's funny. I I think it's a great slice of life and it's a great comedy. And we get like little glimpses of the future at the end of every episode. So there's a lot of questions, a lot of questions that it needs to answer. Okay, like where is my nigga in the future? Because every time they go in the future part part of the end, we don't know where he at. And I was still trying to figure out where he at. In the last episode, we had um, last episode we had one of the people that worked at his studio um, working in a bookstore or a video store, one of the two. And some guy comes in and asks for a book, and it's for like the forgotten manga artist of the decade or something. And the guy, main character, uh, his name is on it. And he leaves and he's like, this is a lie. And I'm like, whoa, so is he dead? Is he gone? Like what, like why, why do y'all keep not just telling us what the fuck is going on? Like, so it's, it's playing with your heart, but then like the first, you know, like 20 minutes, I'm not talking like first, I get 20 minutes of this show. is just like hilarity. And I think my favorite episodes so far is this is one episode, and honestly, this is I feel like this is a good episode. You can even watch with kids. It's a good show you can watch with kids. Honestly, it's a lots of like good lessons. Um, and there's this part where um, I think it was two three episodes ago where he has a book signing, and his and it, but his daughter wants to go to this uh event. I know this um like theme park type thing, whatever, where you can like you pay to be like a job or something. You can like practice different jobs. I just there's something like that in the real world. But I can't remember his call, but he goes there. And he doesn't believe. That the people who are coming to ask for his book signing are real people. He thinks that the people at his studio or his manager paid for them to come, but he didn't. Like they're just regular people who really enjoy his his manga, even though it's like indecent uh, to a degree. So like it's it's just a it was like a really cool episode, really fun, really cute in a lot of different ways. And it just I, again just an amazing show, and it's doing really good, and I really love it. Um, next up, Art um, Arte A R T E. Um, this is about a woman in the 16th century who becomes an artist, even though there are no women artists. So like, she's like, you know, breaking barriers. She a bad bitch. And then y'all know she a bad bitch. Okay. She, she also a real nigga. Okay. She both of those bad bitch and real nigga. Um, and she, they start going against norms and she, I, I just, art as a character is, I think one of my favorite characters, again, in the past five years, five, six years, like she's an amazing character through and through. Um, and I love every part of this anime. Uh, I think the last episode, which I think I, I binged to finish about two days ago, uh, we have her going to, uh, not to Venice. Is it Venice? Yeah, she's going to Venice to teach um, uh, this Lord's, uh, tutor this Lord's daughter, and then also be a, a, a portrait uh, portrait maker for the family. And it's, I, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how she's able to, you know, because it's, it's that, you know, uh, that cliche, you know, the daughter's a brat, you know, diva type joint, and she has to like oh, okay. help, yeah, and be friends with her and something like that. And so I'm very interested in how they do this because art is somebody who never gives up. She real, she don't care who's looking. She's still gonna fight for what she believe in. And uh, 
So I'm interested in how she uh, overcomes this next challenge. Also interested to see how Leo is able to, you know, basically survive without her because he's been with her so long. He's been kind of uh, together um, as like partners. So, uh, well, master and like, you know, uh, apprentice. So it should be interesting to see what we see Leo doing. So I'm just, I'm really interested to see where this season goes the next half. Um, next we have Woodpecker's Detective Office. Um, this is the only show that's still good, but it's okay. Um, I like it. I like the animation for it and the art style. Um, however, the story is a little all over the place for me. So it's definitely not for everyone, I think, uh, because a lot of people, it's, it's not, I want to say it's not for everyone. It's, it's just the story feels unfocused to me. Um, I'm still interested in seeing where it ends and where we end up at, but it still feels like it's still finding its groove. It's getting a little rocky. Um, actually an episode behind on this one, but I, I am enjoying it for what it is. However, it is not astounding me in any way, shape, or form. And it's the only one that I think on this list that I'm really like, eh, like, meh, meh with, but everything else I'm really enjoying. Um, I think uh, that's, that's really awful. Like, it's still good. Quickly, I want to talk about the fell through the cracks. We have the millionaire detective. And you sure already know what the millionaire detective That's Tony Stark. All right. People are saying that's Bruce Wayne, but that's smells Nah, nah, the millionaire detective. That's comic book Tony Stark, bro. When he let the man fall off the edge, fall off the edge, it just looked at him and smiled. That that reminded me of my man Tony Stark from the comic books. Real asshole, rich man. This just that I love. I'm so mad the made the detective got delayed. I'm so mad. This is the last time y'all gonna see me talk about it until it comes back on the air. But I'm so mad it got delayed because it was about to take over the season. There was the the shorties on any Twitter was posting this man every day. There was like this the this the this the new uh 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 wife. I forgot, I forgot the uh the male version of wife who is this the new husband. Bando. Husbando, yeah, they was talking about him like like he like like he was gonna be their their baby's father. They was out here wilding on on the uh on the Twitter. Um, but I'm just really mad that that got delayed, and I'm waiting for it to come. How back. many episodes uh, did they uh put out uh, before it delayed? I think it's three. But uh, this one, the next one, I think I believe it's three of them. Um, yeah, but the three, like the episodes I saw, I, I don't know if I saw all three. I might have thought that one was like, oh man, I just wait for it to restart. But the episodes I saw were really good. It's, it's, it's. I'm really interested to see how it, it goes on. It's definitely more of a slice of life, like a uh, crime slice of life type thing. I'm thinking, unless it's like a big evil at the end of it, then I might change like psychological and stuff like that. But from the few episodes I saw, it's definitely like crime slice of life. So. It'll definitely be really interesting to watch when it finally comes back on. But uh, I think it's three episodes. Um, next we have a Pare Ranman, and I'm really mad this got this one. I I've been wanting. I think I watched Redline the movie. If you if you watched our anime or listened to our anime movies um, episode from season one, if you haven't, go check it out. We talked about a lot of good movies on there, me and Bo. But I um I watched Redline, which is probably one of my favorite animated movies to ever come out. Um, and I just, I've been itching for a good race anime, a good anime that has a good, you know, racing in it. You know what I mean? A newer one. Yeah. And Apari Ranman, that was it. Apari Ranman, I felt like it was really about to take over with this because the way it was building up in the first three episodes before it got delayed, it was really building to something I think that was going to be special. Um, and especially what do you have to, you have to like the genius, Dr. Stonelight, you know what I mean? Uh, genius, a uh, guy with, um, uh, that can create engines and, all this kind of stuff like him. We have like the sidekick who uh, who's like funny, but he's like a fighter type thing. And then like we were getting more characters in, and I was I was hyped. Okay, it was three episodes in, 
this is about to be my top three of the season, okay, already. But then they cut it short, and now I'm sad. <laughs> now I'm sad because I wanted to watch more Pari Ramon. But I would still check it out if you're interested. Both of these, Money Detective and Pari Ramon. Or just wait for them to come back on once they're, um, whenever they get picked back up. Um, hopefully, to the, the fall faller season, I hope. I'm so sad. I really want them to come back. Um, damn, I'm sad. Why did I make myself sad? Ugh. You don't know, Meech. They was about to take over, Meech. You was about to see the Millionaire Detective whenever you scored on any Twitter. You didn't even know, bro. Sad day. I don't think I ever saw, like, well, the people I follow, I don't think I saw anybody really talking about the Millionaire Detective. I'm not sure. I can't remember off the top of my head, but that, from what you told me, it definitely sounds interesting. I do like, I do like detective type shit. Hey, so I'll definitely, definitely give that a listen. Yeah, I'll definitely go check it out. I mean, I think if I, shoot, if I could tell you, I know because like, I don't know if you follow like the King, like King Crystal, and like uh, a few other like the bigger, I guess, uh, female anime influencers of like that. They are posting them. Oh well. no, you don't follow them. Uh, maybe put this no. them all up and down the uh, black girl, black was a black girl nerd. Not black, girl, black girl anime. my black girl's anime. I think it was. Yeah, she did. We put it was posting him all up and down the timeline. It was let niggas know you didn't have a chance. Oh wow. Um, but yeah, Detective definitely worth watching. I'll check them both out. Huh? Um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna. I'll definitely check both of those out. All right, so now we got the top three this season so far. It's not the end of the season, so nothing is complete. Nothing is, you know, sure, but I don't see mine changing. Unless Kakushi Goto has a good ending. Yeah. Or if I add continuation. If I add continuations, it's not even fair. But anyway, unless Kakushi Goto has a good ending. But we got the top three for this season uh, so far. Um, number three, we have Sing Yesterday for Me. This is, okay. This is probably my favorite slice of life. I, I, you know what? I can't even say my favorite slice of life this year because I got to go back and look at what I watched last year because I watched so much. It'd be hard to remember sometimes. But seeing yesterday for me is, I feel like it's a very, it's like a period piece. You know what I mean? Like it's, 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 it dropped for me, I guess, perfectly at the right time in my life. Just graduated college, about to start working, all that kind of stuff like that. So it really, gradu- it really like came out the right time. But the main character, you know, graduating, trying to find love, and also trying to find himself. And I really love how they did that. Um, so it's it's really interesting to see, like, where they're going to go with the story, especially since we just had him by his camera and had him, like, really start taking, like, the photography life serious. You know what I mean? And then not only that, we got his the two girls that, like, like him seem to begin on him. And I, I don't know who I'm for right now, all right? Forget, I'm forgetting everybody's names right now. I don't know who I'm for. Uh, it's, it's one of those team the team waifu things. Yes, yes, it's one of them team waifu things. Like who, what, which waifu you with? And I don't know who. I don't know who. Okay, I like I like the girl that he met in college. You know, what I mean, even though she kind of a weirdo to me because she like still in love with the dude that died. But I understand. You know, what I'm using love, using love. I can't. I can't understand that. At the same time, it's Haru. Then we got Haru, Team Haru, who like the the girl who looks who, who like likes him. She don't even know why she like him. And he kind of like dissing her for a little bit, not not meaning to, you know what I mean? But it's just ah ah ah, like who do you, who would be better for him while like he's trying to better himself, and they all have their own like internal conflicts. So it is like doing really well with advancing um character. It was having like really good character development um within their own self-contained stories, but then still keeping it along with like the full plot, which is I don't again, seeing yesterday for me is an amazing slice of life. Um, and I'm really interested in where the story goes next, especially after he told Haru, he was like, hey, yo, Haru, 
you don't even need to worry about me no more. Why you why you still coming around type stuff? And I'm like, bro, why would you say that to her? Like, that's kind of messed up. Like, you barely pay attention to either <laughs> one of your shawties. Like, why would you say that, bro? Like, I like, oh my gosh, this man, this man is annoying me. Um, I I do hate when the SCB like that when a girl clearly cares about him and she just he's like, well, why you worry about me? Focus yeah, on your like, own bag, not me. <laughs> and it's crazy because he care about her, but like at the same time, like he knows that like he don't like her back the same way he likes him. But then I think that he don't like. I feel like he don't really know what his feelings are. So I don't know what was going on because I'm be sure he had a chance. He had a chance to smash. My man had a chance to smash with the with his crush. You know what I mean? Not Haru, the other girl with his crush. She said she told herself before like like he he was dropping her off at a at a spot. You know what I mean? Being a gentleman. You know what I mean? Dropping her off at a spot. And she was having her internal monologue. She was like, she was trying to, you know, get over her past because she sees that this guy likes her and she cares about him. And she's starting to realize that she does like him, have feelings for him. And she's like, you know what? I just need to get over with. So then she tells him, hey, yo, can you come up to my room? You know, I'm watching TV. I'm like, oh, it's about to smash. You know, I'm about to get up in them booty cheeks. I, I thought that man was about to hit it. All right. And then he get up there and she's standing out the door. And she like, oh, uh, she like fumbles with the keys, drops them, something like that, picks them back up. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to leave. I'm like, bro, bro, <laughs> shoot, I'm going to let you smash. Shoot, I'm going to let you smash. I'm going to leave. He's like, I'm yeah, I'm leave. Out. I'm gonna... <laughs> I was like, bro, like he just killed me. Then, so you're going to go from that and then tell Haru that you don't, you got you wanted this. Like, bro, you, like, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't miss your opportunity. And then he talking to his friend. He like, man, did I miss my one opportunity? And his friend's like, yeah, probably. I'm like, bro, like you might have another chance, bro. Like, and she, this is what she tells him. She says, and no, I, I, you know, I sympathize because Loki, I've been told this before. You know what I mean? And he was, she was, she was, she was like, I, she said to him when they were outside her, her house, she was like, I, she's like, you know what? It's not that I don't like you. You know what I mean? It's not like I can't get over what happened to me in the past, and I'm still working on it. But I need somebody to, to force me. You know what I mean? I need somebody to, you know, to, to shake me out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, she gave this nigga hints. She said, just grab me and kiss me. You know what I mean? Give me the, put your tongue down my throat. That's what she was telling him to do. And he, he, he pussied out and walked away. So I, he, he, he got me, <laughs> oh, bro, he got me so heated. I was so mad. I was like, yo, you could have smashed. Gosh, but she would have been down for anything that night. She, she would have been down for anything. Ugh. But we'll see. We'll see what happens as the story goes on. I'm still interested to see him, you know, his own development as long as the other two girls' development. Um, and also, like, he has some real friends. Like, the guy that works for him at the, uh, well, used to work for him at the, um, the convenience store. That's, like, the guitarist. He's a real friend. That's a real friend right there. He'd he be, he be on his back, but at the same time, he there for him. So it's just great all around. Um, my number two of the season so far, and this, so this is highly contested, all right? My one and two spots for this season of, like, original anime is very, very hotly contested. Every other week is a different one, all right? And so this week, I don't even know, don't even know if I really feel this way. But this week, my number two, I got Tower of God. And uh, Meech, Meech, what do you think about Tower of God right now? Um, okay, when I first heard, like, it was getting, like, an anime adaptation, because I always seen it on Twitter with the webtoons and everything, but when it got announced, everybody was hyped. I was like, okay, clearly there's something here that people enjoy. So, I waited. I didn't watch it for, uh, at first when it released. I waited a couple weeks for, like, it to build up to, like, episode five. And so I started from episode one to five, and then I would follow each episode the following week. And I said, and I gotta say, like, 
as of episode nine, I'm really enjoying like the whole concept of Tower of God. Like this, like I'm interested to see what it is like that is that because I know there's an underlying theme behind this tower that everybody is chasing. Like this whole this whole tower that like will grant you any wish that you want and what people and what they're willing to do to get it. And Bomb as a protagonist, I'm I'm really interested interested to seeing how he develops because of his whole relationship with Rachel and I just and for some reason as a as an anime only I don't know what it is that I kind of understand why people don't like her because she's kind of leading Bond on but at the same time it's like everybody's got their own wishes you can't really just you can't really blame her for doing what it is that she's doing but I do understand on the other side like Hey, yo, she's leading. She helped raise this kid, who we well, uh, who we know as like an, he was like an orphan. We don't know his uh, origin, and it's like he looks up to Rachel, and she's basically raised him, and she's he's going by what she has told him. So for her to just go up and dip like that is kind of like it's like, damn, really? Do you like really care about Bond, or you just being selfish? But as we go along with the story more in the seasons and when I pick up the webtoons, I'll find out more what it really means, you feel me? Um, definitely got an interesting cast of characters. I like Kun. Buddy's a savage with the, with the copy bag. Um, mm-hmm. the, he, like, he just... Kun, you know, come on, his, Kun. Yeah, Kun. He's a... Um, Kun, whatever. Kun, Kun. Yeah, yeah, Kun. Um, he's definitely a savage. I like his design. I like the little... I want to say that's like a bandana on the side of his hair. I think I I think that looks tough. Yeah, it uh, is. I like. It. I love his. I love his design. Like when I, when, he, when he first showed, when I, people post him on Twitter, I was like, oh yeah, that's one of my favorite characters. And he is so far. This man's diabolical. Yeah. This man's diabolical. I definitely. And it's like how far he's willing to go for Bond, like because he knows like he's been in that situation before where he put his trust into somebody. And then for and then for them to just turn their back on him and he was left with nothing. I think we got that in like the first three episodes where we found out his backstory a little bit. Mm-hmm. Guess his, he was like the former son of a of a wealthy family, and then they just turned on him. So he doesn't want, and he's he uh, he basically so taking I, that. I, my- I think he was on a family with like somebody who's like a potential to be a princess, but then like yeah. he turned on him or something like that. That's my idea. Like I said, we anime onlys, okay. We ain't got Bo on here. Bo read Tower God to the newest, but for anime only, we trying our best, okay? Um, but I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure, like, she was either like a chance to be a princess and like that, and then like she turned on him, or like the society turned on him, and, like kicked him out. Yeah, like I, apparently he was doing so much to gain her like attention and love that she just turned it away, and then everybody's looking at him, at him like, oh, why would you do that? You were an idiot. So, and then that just changed his mindset. And he had like, it was something with his mom. It was a flashback with his mom. Was like, don't trust anybody, not even yourself. Lie, manipulate if you have to to get to the top. And he's doing that for Bond, as a sense of like duty. He knows with Rachel, it's kind of like he doesn't want he doesn't want Bond to feel the same situation that he dealt with. So he's gonna lie and manipulate his way in order for Bond to get to the top. In order for him to get forget about Rachel. Which I do, I definitely think that's an interesting part of his character to see how far he's willing to go for someone that he just met and he sees as a comrade. You feel me? Um, 
Mm-hmm. Another great character. What is his name? The the. Oh, is he a turtle? I think the. It's oh, like the big the, guy, the alligator, the gator. Yeah, the the, alligator, the, the, the gator. Yeah, him. Like he be calling everybody, he be calling everybody else turtles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he be calling everybody else turtles. Um, he he's uh, he's hilarious. I hope he's a mainstay in the series. Like, cause his interactions with Bond and Kun are just top notch. Like, he's it's like it's in in his way he views them as weak at first, but as they go along as being partners. A trio, he begins to respect them, and then he how he respects everybody else that is going along with the tower. And I kind of like that. It's just like Black Turtle, get stronger than me. Blue Turtle is uh, he's got a plan. He's got a plan for everything. He shows respect in his own weird way. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as anybody else, um, every like I said, every other cast of character is def. They definitely. Unique and colorful in their own way. The um, the rankers are definitely like they're, they're no joke. They're definitely somebody. They're definitely like for the uh, the pro like the testing programs. They're all like seriously upper like high class people. You feel me? And the and I think the whole um, the shinsu the shinsu like their abilities is definitely interesting. From what I'm seeing, is like. I definitely need to see what it, uh, what it is, the like the uh, the more hey, in depth analysis, yeah, of what it really is. But from what I'm seeing, it definitely feels like it's more like an inner like state of being that you can kind of access naturally. Because in the latest episode, um, with Bond and the uh, one of the rankers, he stopped Bond with his own attack, but like he stopped. Bond's body completely, and then Bond was able to just counteract that and master that technique as well. So it's kind of like it's almost like a sense where, like, once your body, well, in Bond's case, it's like once your body feels well, the sure, power of. Well, I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure for that, it's like everybody has Shinsu in their body, but not everybody's able to tap into it. So like he was yeah. able to like was it? I think he said, "Oh my gosh, you exactly what the ranker said." He either said he was able to uh, take out. Like the shin, like put Shinsu in his body, like and like stagnate to make him like stop or pull it out yeah. or something like that. He was able to do some type of technique to make Bomb stop moving. And like, so like everybody can use Shinsu, but not everybody, well, not everybody can use it. Everybody has Shinsu, but not everybody can use it. Or, and you not, and like not everybody can pull him, same amount out or something like that. I believe, I don't know. I don't know everything. Yeah. It's like, I think everybody, like you said, everybody's able to use Shinsu. But I think it just depends on the person, the individual person, how much they're able to like actually use. And I think Bond is like going to be like a rare exception, because like in the same episode as his as the uh, ranker froze him, I guess his body was able to adapt to that and take the technique itself and was able to use it on the ranker. Because in this episode, he stated he was able to master uh, my technique. So I definitely That's think because. But that's because you know, because um, he's a um, bomb. Bomb is an irregular, and we don't really yeah, know. Yeah. And, yeah, and we don't really know what, what the extent of his abilities are, especially with like how what I've seen people who've read the webtoon and when I talk to Bo and everything like that. He he become different. He become a different man. All right, like where they are at right now in the webtoon, that nigga bombs. He he he, he a goat. That's what I'm hearing. 
I mean, he 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 started acting different in a few chapters. So I'm interested to see his growth immediately. Yeah, same. And yeah, that's what I meant. Like, yeah, he it was it was stated in the first episode he's an irregular. So that's yeah, most likely why. And but yeah, so far I'm enjoying the anime adaptation. The fights are phenomenal. The soundtrack is definitely different for like an anime because it's more kind of like techno-ish at times, but it works for like the certain scenes that they're trying to invoke. Uh, voice acting is phenomenal. The animation is stellar, for especially for like the first webtoon that's being produced out. You feel me? Like you yeah. can ar- you can definitely argue like. You can put that against some of the other like higher t- uh, high quality animes out, but other than that, yeah, I'm definitely enjoying Tower of God. After these next three episodes come out, I'll definitely be picking up the Webtoon comics to keep up with it. It's, it's definitely gonna be a crazy story, man. I think when I, I just I just finished watching the um, newest episode, and something I noticed about it is that Tower of God at, at its heart, at its heart, Tower of God is a shonen. Okay, and I mean. And it's uh, it's not Japanese and like that, but it's a shonen. It's you know a four boys uh, four boys show, but it definitely fits into the same you know shonen you know uh, uh, background yeah. tropes in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. But it takes it in such a very interesting direction, you know. And it reminds me a little bit of Hunter Hunter, a little bit of like other stories. And um, but it's it's so unique in the way it does things. And we have um, and something like something that made me almost move it to number one when I watched the last episode, which you know I still could. It's, this and the, the number, my number one are definitely interchangeable in a lot of different ways. Um, in that last episode, we have that heart to heart that we have with um oh my gosh the woman and the guy with the red horn uh, the red um horn I forget the name uh or the antler I'm, I can't think of it. And um, what surprised me is talk about uh the princess and not the princess nah the um the one with the black shirt um the one with the black shirt and the guy with the red horn. When um after you know you know there's a little spoiler you know spoiler I mean skip skip like a good you know minute or two you don't want to hear this when he stabs himself when he stabs himself bro I, I oh yeah I him gasped. him yeah I, I gasped bro I gasped I was like oh my gosh oh ho yeah ho the ho when he when he did that he he is a hoe too that that was accurate name <laughs> um man was a hoe he was he was mad because 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 bomb was better than him he was hating he, he was really a hater was, yeah he I was like... a hater. Come on, bro. Buddy like, was spazzing on him. Like, damn, y'all. Like, a quick sidebar before I finish. How you going to be bad, like, talking about I'm not strong enough when they put you in a team so y'all could use team strength to win the challenge? That's the point of the team. Anyway, stupid. But anyway, um, the thing with him and uh, the girl, uh, the girl in the black shirt, I can't remember her name right now, um, what I really loved about that episode, at the end of the episode, is we have um, this part, this point where some shows don't reach the emotional depth that is needed for it to be better than just normal. You know, we don't, we don't have a lot of shows that that take it another step further um, when it comes to the emotional depth of a show, and that's really what leaves it behind, right? We have, um, we have that in uh, 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 My Hero Academia, which is something I really like about it. Um, but I like My Hero Academia for different reasons, but I do like it for that. Um, we have it in other older uh, shonens that have done really well, even uh, uh, One, Piece, One Piece and Naruto and all like that. That the emotional counter is what makes the ability to uh, successfully add uh, uh, that really touching emotional moment that makes the show just different than everything else is really important because not every show can do it, you know, and not every shonen can even do it to where it makes it 
feel like this is just more than a show. And it really does that. We have that point where she's sitting there sitting next to him and she's like, we're two people without the strength trying to climb this tower, you know, and, and we experience everyone taking from us. But as soon as we try to take something back, we are denied, you know, and that like that moment, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, and they're fighting in the background. I, I love, I love when we have those, you know, those parallels, the, the fighting, the strength behind them being shown, exude behind them as they sit and watch one dead, one alive. And I love that. I love those parallels. I love how they really try to make you, you know, make the show uh, uh, elevated. They try to elevate it. And right then and there, I was like, no, this is an amazing show. Like this so far is amazing. The world building has been great. Every every episode we see more. When it's the, the and well, every arc at every arc we get to we get to see more. And then the story itself is unraveling slowly. And we're learning. I just I just think Tower of God is going to be at the end of the day. It's going to be successful. Season one, we already know that. But I season two is when I feel like it's really going to have to prove itself because season one is riding on the high really of webtoon readers. Every webtoon reader who, who wants to read webtoons, wants webtoon to be successful, more than likely is watching Tower of God, whether they hate it or love it. You know what I'm saying? But season two, when when is going to be, I feel like it's going to be its deciding moment. And so what we see in season two is really what's going to decide it. But Tower of God right now is on a really good trajectory, in my opinion, of being a very good modern shonen and really changing the landscape. So I'm really interested in where we go with that. But uh, yeah, Tower of God is doing great. I love it. Loved it. Oh, cannot wait to see what what comes out next week. Um, and now it's time for number one. And number one, if you've seen our header on Twitter, I don't know if it's the same thing. Whenever you're listening to this episode, but uh, Gleepnir, Gleepnir is number one. Now, when I first heard of Gleepnir, I, I was unsure of how I was going to feel about. It, okay, um, Gleepnir is a uh, a weird. Uh, disgusting. Um, etchy, got a little etchy in it, but not like cute etchy. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like interesting. Oh, I can't even explain it. It's disgusting. It's grotesque. It's gruesome. It's all that. And that's what makes it amazing. Okay. And I'm not saying like it needs to be gruesome to be great because it doesn't, but the way it does it is so well done. The characters, I love them. Shuichi, Shuichi again, he's like, Shuichi's like that, you know, that crybaby character. But you know what I mean? I, I like how they balance it with uh, the woman. The, oh, I can't remember her name either. I'm so bad with names. The woman who who goes inside of him um, as the mascot, um, who goes inside of him and kind of like dictates his movements, even though he may not want to do it, she still has him do it. And so we have those balances. I love that. Um, and it's something that I thought I was gonna like, but end up liking with the alien thing. When I found out that that guy was a, that that guy was an alien, and it's all because of aliens. I was like, yo, what the hell? And it took me a minute, but I was like. I'm okay with this. You know what I mean? Because usually, and it's not like a big old grand twist. I mean, because for the most part, it just gives us an answer to a question of why is this happening? It doesn't give us like some big old twist, which I think we're going to end up getting at the end of this. At the end of this, we definitely have a nice twist to it. I'm, I'm see, I see it coming. This season is going to end off on one of the biggest cliff, a big cliffhanger. I, I feel it in my bones and I'm going to hate it. I already hate it now as I'm thinking about it. But just the journey that they're putting them on. And uh, it's different from your usual. So like if you watch Darren's game um, last season, Darren's game, another amazing anime. Um, it's similar to those game type animes where you're joined by, like the main character joins by accident or uh, by un unknowing and is end up in this crazy 
you think that's going on, but this is different because it's 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 not like a game necessarily um, in the regular sense. You know, it's 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 something. Ah, it's, I don't even know how to explain how I feel about it and how I feel like it's different. It just has to take a different take on that genre in a way that makes it very more enjoyable than what I've seen in the past. Um, I think I'll put it. I think I'll put it above Darn's game too, just for how it handles its its grotesqueness. And uh, uh, um, if you honestly, if you went on any Twitter, I think when episode two came out, people were posting a video from its fighting animation. Its fighting animation is wonderful. Okay. Um, so I don't... Uh, you talk about that clip where, like, I think I know what it's. It's the one where he's yeah. kind of like in that bear suit, and he just and they're just beating out of that one chick. That one woman. Yeah, yeah, that's a clip. Yeah, that's I not, was but, like. That, but that's a so the man, the the guy, the main character Shuichi, turns into a bear mascot with the zipper on his back that can be pulled down, and a woman goes inside of that and then controls him from the inside. Okay, yeah, okay, alright. Because, yeah, I did see that clip, and I was like, damn, why you beating? I was like, why is this bear beating this girl ass like this? Because, yo, he was dogging her. I was like, yo! He beat the fuck out of her. I was like, put your hands up or something. Damn! She didn't have a chance in hell. And... And I and I think and what I think was the great part, one of the greatest parts about it, and this is something that other anime has explored, so it's not something new, but I like the way it does it a different way, where like each person, you know, they uh they turn into the thing they lack, which is not or the thing that they want, the thing they lack or the, their imagination when they're holding, you know what I mean? Because they say when you when you put the coin, when you drink the juice or whatever, your imagination, depending on how strongly you're imagining that thing, uh, or what you want that's how well it will come out in the end. So um, how, when he, he imagines how strong that is, uh, that's what makes it like how good. So like the fact that he became this kind of unstoppable thing that we'll see more of depending on what happens. Well, we'll see more of his abilities um, and the extent of his abilities depending on what happens um, within the coming episodes. It's, it's very interesting to see, I cannot wait especially with the whole thing of we become one thing, right? That one person interprets as one thing, but the other person sees it for as it really is. And so there's it just is so much, so much is going on and it's, it's, it's escalating. And I'm so interested. We have our new, like we have our cast of villains now necessarily that we don't know a lot about. I always love that. We have our necessary cast of heroes, quote unquote, because nobody's really a hero or a villain necessarily. Everybody's for the same goal, which I also enjoy. Um, so it's just Glutner, amazing psychological drama, action, uh, game style, you know, anime that I think is really not being looked at enough because of its, how weird it is by nature. But just like how good Devil May Cry Baby is for one of the one of the reasons we're being so weird. That's another reason why Glutner is so amazing. Uh, but yeah, that's how I feel about Glipner. I, I could talk again. I could talk about that all day. I might do a review on that end of the season, and just because of how much I loved it, and just I feel like more people need to try it out because it's weird. Okay, um, but yeah. Um, uh, for the first, there's, there's a few forgotten few ones that I'm, I'm kind of watching on the side, kind of not watching. I only have two on here right now, and that's uh, Tomoyami and Princess Redive. Uh, Princess Redive, her is a good comedy. Haven't watched it. Tamayomi is a um, baseball anime, a softball anime with uh, uh, women. Um, I watched the first episode. Mm, it was okay. It was okay. Princess Redive, I'm going to binge sooner or later. 
just to check it out. Her is kind of funny. I love a good, you know, fantasy world funny type anime. And uh, I heard it's Konosuba like. Nothing is as good as Konosuba when it comes to comedy, fantasy comedy. Nothing is. Um, until I'm proving wrong, nothing is better than Konosuba when it comes to fantasy comedy or even like Isekai, Isekai fantasy comedy. Konosuba is the GOAT. And uh, no one can prove, no one can tell me different. Uh, but that's, I mean, that's all we got for catching up on anime for spring 2020. Um, if we missed any, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter, all that to my stuff. Um, I got nothing else to say. Uh, do you have anything to say about any other anime or anything like that before we uh, get on to the news, Meech? Uh, nah, man, we can just go straight into the news right now. All right. So, uh, next week we're gonna get into the news for the past week. Um, First, we're going to have, we have Crunchyroll staff, Honor Anime News Network executive editor Zach uh, Bertsky. I, I hope I say his name, last name right. Rip, rest in peace, my man. Um, not sure how he died, but I saw a lot of people tweeting about him, talking about him. So he was definitely somebody that was polarizing for the community, not polarizing, but something that was important to the community uh, for people definitely that were high up in anime. Um, uh, so definitely, you know what I mean? Rest in peace to him and, you know, praying for his family and all that. So uh, next we have, is it wrong to try to pick up girls in the dungeon? You know what I mean? The, 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 another amazing anime, Don Machi, is getting a game. I didn't know it was getting a game. Okay, I might be behind on this. It's dropping on PS4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. I might just buy a Nintendo Switch for this. Okay? Dropping. Um... But it was delayed uh, to the summer in, in the West, so over here. Um, but I can't believe Damachi is getting a console game. All right, Damachi is an amazing anime. Everybody should watch it. It is like a harem, but it does the action so well. And um, it does the action so well, and it does the comedy well. It does the character development well. Like, that's literally one of my favorite main characters. I hate the end of the second season. The second season ends horribly. But besides that, it is an amazing anime. Definitely worth the watch. Um, I can't believe as a game, even though it's been delayed um, to the summer in the West. So it might already be out in Japan. I'm not sure yet. But we won't see it over here on the West until, um, let's see. The article says, oh, and this is going to be collector's edition too? Sheesh. Well, you can get a reversible pillowcase for Hesse. You know what I mean? That's a waifu right there. I might have to get that. You know what I, mean? I need to sleep with my waifu at all night. <laughs> I need to get that. Um... Wow, okay, so I don't know when, it doesn't really say necessarily when it's coming out. It's supposed to come out in the spring, but it's been delayed though because of lockdown, obviously. So we'll see when it comes out um, later in the year, but there's that. Next we have um, Trigger's brand new animal, uh, BNA, brand new animal. Anime gets a manga, so if you're a Studio Trigger fan, uh, BNA, which comes out on Netflix on June 30th, our review for that anime will be out the week before, so look out for that. Um, but if you're really into it and you really like it and you really like Studio Trigger also, you can definitely pick up that manga when it comes out. Uh, I don't know much about it, but the more information, when we find out more information, you check our Twitter page and we we'll definitely retweet it and talk about it. Uh, next, we have some really exciting news. Attack on Titan, the final series, the final season, wow, final season animes, uh, promo video uh, releases. And first, first wild thing, Wit Studio has dropped this, something we've known about for a while now. But it's been picked yeah. up by Mappa, and we actually—I think there are some Wit Studio people, like veterans that are work, are still working on it. I think I'm not sure. Don't know all the information on it. But I enjoyed the the, the promo video. I could Bro, definitely. I was, I was, 
I can definitely tell I the was, difference between studios. Yeah, man, I was I was excited when I saw the trailer. I was like, who gonna get? I didn't know who was gonna get it because everybody was making a joke. Oh, what a pair y'all get? Uh, Attack on Titan season four. I was like, please let that not be the case because I remember <laughs> when I I binged Attack on Titan with my boy Josh seasons one through three. Story's phenomenal, animation, everything is just phenomenal. So I was like, okay, let me see what season four got. And you could tell it is a different studio, but it's but still it's, like the it's consistency. Yeah, but the consistency of the original is still there. Like, I I feel like I was watching episode one again, you feel me? I'm like, damn, he, like they pulled out all the stops. And I was like, who who uh, animated this? Then they said uh, Studio Mappa. I was like, hold up. They got God of High School, Jujutsu Kaisen, and Attack on Titan? Son, come on. That's a W right there. That's a big W. That's a 3P, bro. They going crazy. That's facts. I, 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 was, I was surprised, but then I, I think there's, there's some lot. I've watched a few other um, MAPPA, MAPPA anime, and I'm like, I was surprised at the same time. I was I already knew it was going to be great. I already knew it was going to be great, and I just, I, I must, I, I'm just, I, you know what? I'm scared of as somebody who's watched a lot of anime, and for, especially for someone who's watched a lot of anime, like um, with the movement style, similar to um, Attack on Titan, especially with the fast movement, you always get scared that there's going to be a lot of CGI, CGI, because you know people cut corners. Yeah. Um, but with Mappa, I feel safe for the most point. I'm very hopeful that they either match st- with studio or exceed it. You know what I mean? Looking forward to it. Also, this final season. From what I know from the manga, because I already basically know what happens in the manga, Bo tells me everything. Bo just spoils everything for me, which I'm fine with, whatever. But this season is going to solidify Attack on Titan in history. Now, Attack on Titan should already be in your top 10, unbiased. Unbiased, it should already be in your top 10 objectively. Not subjectively, not with feelings, facts, okay? And Attack on Titan is amazing. It, it was definitely the best anime of the 2010, 2010s. It polarized that entire that entire decade. I've never seen a show go on a break for four years and come back and, and have more fans. Exactly, people were st- they, they were still waiting too. They were still you know, them niggas was loyal, bro. Like, ain't no years. way. Like, wait a whole other year for like I've never seen that. And so, Attack on Titan definitely amazing. And with this final season, what I've heard, what I know, this is gonna be the season of all seasons. Cannot wait. More than likely, you know, I, I don't want to get to it. I don't want to jinx it, so I'm not going to say I'm not going to finish that sentence. Y'all can probably guess what I was going to say, but I'm not going to finish it. I uh, don't want to jinx it. Um, but, yes. <laughs> oh, Attack yeah, Titan. Like, I, cannot, I, I cannot wait. <sighs> like, I've been debating, like, uh, after, like, I got done um, watching season three, I was like, should I just go to the manga or should I just wait for it? And I was like, I was like, I'm going to just wait because usually, like, with certain things, I'll be like, okay, after this gets a season, I'm going to go read the manga. But with Attack on Titan, I feel like since I started with the anime, I got to finish with the anime. I got to see all the, the the amazing camera angles. I got to hear, like, the phenomenal voice acting. Because, yo, them niggas, they pour out emotion in they scenes for Attack on Titan. Oh, my goodness, bro. And apparently, yeah, uh, Aaron, he's, he does, like, a complete 360 in his character. Because I already, cause like, in the last episode of season three, you could tell he had, like, you could kind of tell he had, like, a different mindset after they crossed the ocean. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, okay, 
I'm I'm th- okay. This, I was just like, all right, he's definitely gonna be like a different character come season four. From what I heard and from what I saw, man, that man Aaron might really. If everything goes well, this man Aaron might make it into my favorite all time MCs list. Like no cap. I'm telling you, it's about to be different. It's about to be different. Can't even wait. Can't even wait. Plus, plus, what else is coming? Really, I got, I got, I got to talk. I got to talk. I got to get hyped for the fall season. The fall season, more than likely, more than likely, fall and summer. I can't. I gotta say, but but fall season, more than likely, gonna be the best season in anime this year. Why? Facts, bro. Like we get Cyberpunk 2077 and Marvel's Avengers and Tony Hawk Pro Skater One Plus Two. It's gonna be fall. Fall gonna be fall gonna be the only season in in, in 2020 where we gonna have fun. We're really exactly, gonna enjoy it, like, and I, and I, and I, I got just comment one more thing. Winter twenty twenty anime was really good. Spring twenty twenty anime has been really good also. Winter and fall twenty twenty anime. Summer, summer and fall twenty twenty anime. Gonna be a whole different animal, and y'all don't even know it yet. I got, we got move on. We got, we don't, they don't even know. When we, when, in a month, in, in a week, y'all gonna find out when we talk about new, new season, new anime. Uh, our new season, new anime episode. We gonna talk about that. Y'all gonna figure out what I'm talking about. But right now, let's just, let's just keep moving with the news. Next, we got Spike Chunsoft reveals new ReZero game for the PS4, the Switch, and the PC. And I, it's a, uh, I don't know if this is a dating sim, uh, or what it is. It's about the, um, it's based on the. Uh, what is it based on? Uh, was, the game was sent on a world selection storyline from the anime's first season, but will contain entirely new what-if events. Uh, so it should be very interesting. I believe it's an RPG. Yeah, I believe it's an RPG. So I, I'm very, I wouldn't, I don't think I would ever play it, but it's definitely interesting. Let's say that. All right, it's definitely interesting. I don't think I'm gonna play it, but. <laughs> I just love I love when anime get games because like anime's been getting games, but they've really been doing the same thing over and over again. So I just keep watching just in case they do something new. They never will, but just in case they do. Um, yeah. Next we have uh, another one: Konosuba Dungeon R RPG gets updated version for the PS4 and the Switch. So a Konosuba game, like there's all these games, and I don't know I don't know anybody playing them or who will play them, but and I <laughs> ah it's just hilarious to me. Um, next. Yeah, the time I got reincarnated as a slime, the slime Sakai, season two, and a slime Dead diaries anime delayed due to COVID nineteen. I believe reincarnated as a slime season two has been delayed to January twenty twenty one. So, oh come on, bro! No, like, bro, I'm telling y'all right now, yo. If you're if you aren't a mangarita for slime, you are not ready, bro. Son, the new stuff that comes in is going to be crazy, bro. Like, I thought that anime was good when I first watched it. As soon as I picked that manga up, bro, oh my, it was a, it was a completely different beast. When the, the way they expand upon the lore in the show, in the manga, for season two, you're going to be like, it, it turns into a complete 360, bro. Because, like, with Slime, the first season... It was kind of like it, it was kind of it gave you that kind of typical isekai vibes where it's like oh like friendly you feel me it's like okay you meet monsters you do your little battling and stuff but season two 
and with the manga, it gets into more of the political aspect, and you kind of get to see the uh, you get to see the uh, discrimination between the humans and the monsters, and how they're not going to coexist. And Rimuru gonna he gonna switch up, bro, on me. That man, he gonna, he finna go crazy. Just best believe. That's facts. I cannot wait, for, especially for, especially since he's gonna get stronger. And I, although although it does take the typical OP, you know, uh, MC uh, trope, it definitely does it in its own way that still makes it really enjoyable. And I just like, ah, yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely like with Rimuru, um, I like what makes him different from like the Isekai, uh, typical Isekai uh, MCs is that. He's a grown ass man. Like he died as a grown man. He has like uh business skills. He has life skills and how he's able to take that same mindset from when he was a regular human and apply it to this new world of monsters that he's in is definitely it, it gives more life to the typical isekai like and the world building in slime is just phenomenal and the way he's able to handle a situation through thought rather than emotion like most isekai uh protagonists do or just not even just isekai pr- protagonists just it, t- uh protagonists in general he really puts himself in a different league because of him being wiser being more experienced and how he's going to and how he knows he has to adapt to a new life that has never been that he's never had to deal with before you feel me with uh, with demon lords dragons all this type of other crazy fantasy stuff how he's able to uh coexist with it it's it's phenomenal bro and it's just like he's kind of like he does things in his own way but it's never selfish he's always looking to better his new kingdom you feel me like like what he did with the goblins He, he took um he did a favor for the goblins and they gave him his their loyalty from then on out, it's just been a never-ending cycle of him just building upon and gaining new allies. It's like, like I respect that about Rimuru a lot. That's true. I respect him too. I think that's one of the best parts about him as a uh, as a character. Um, really, how he does it, which makes him different because a lot of times when you have these isekais, these characters kind of come and they're aimless, and then they end up, you know, kind of just going on the same kind of you know weird journey find two people, find two, three people, and they just, you know, like, and it's it's something I love Konosuba for making fun of, um, but it's kind of like a, a similar thing, but the, but in Slime Sakai, he kind of decides to make a community and grow yeah. the community and try to make peace, and I, that's what I really love about it. Definitely a different take on that, you know, OP main character, which, again, makes it so good. Um, but to move on, we have next, Captain Tsubasa, Rise of New Champions game trailer is revealed for August release. Amazing. Captain Tsubasa is... is PS4, Switch, and PC, I believe. Also, um, when I watched it, when I've watched a few of the gameplay for it, gives me some strong Super Mario Strikers vibe. Definitely not the same Super Mario Strikers, but like definitely like the superpowers and like that. It's based off the Captain Tsubasa anime, I believe. Um, don't quote me on that, but yeah. Next, we have new Seven Deadly Sins TV anime delayed due to COVID nineteen. Now, I want to celebrate and be happy because. Yeah, about to say season three, <laughs> it was bugging. All right, I don't know what the animation, and you know, because I have a lot of respect for animators, right? So I feel bad, you know, over like being like very critical of what they do. Cause I know it's not easy. I know it's very hard. You know, nah, what I'm bro, you can't even excuse them niggas for that. But what they was doing in season three, <laughs> yo, oh my god, I've never seen a poorly animated anime 
like that. Like, bro, it was like that's power. It's not even PowerPoint presentations, bro. Like, yo, <laughs> oh my god, that joint was. They was bugging releasing that because everybody was talking about the Escanor versus Meliodas uh, fight, and I was like, okay, because that's one of the biggest fights in the manga up until that point with the war. And then I just saw clips of it. It was during Christmas of last year, and everybody was clowning the fuck out of that clip, bro. I need to go back and watch the clip to see how bad it was, because that that's ridiculous. Ain't no way grown men really got in the room and thought this was it. Uh-uh, bro. <laughs> Yo. Woo! I, I couldn't be a mangaka, bro, because if I saw my piece of art look like that, I would have slapped everybody in that studio. Ain't no way. But that's, that's, how I, that's how I feel, like, um, that's how I feel, because I'm like, I didn't even finish the season because I saw some of the clips, and uh, even even still, the story was going a little left for me also. I was enjoying where it was going for the most part, but then it kind of started going left, so I, I got behind a few episodes, and I said, I'll catch up. But then I saw that fight, the fight that had been hyped up to me by manga readers between Meliodas and um, Escanor. Escanor. Oh my, I saw that. I was like, I'm going to just wait. I'll wait till it comes on Netflix. <laughs> I ain't even going to work hard to get this. I'll wait till it comes on Netflix. And Son, so, I'll wait for the Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll ho- hopefully there's delay. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe the anime is just overworked. Give them a little break. And then we'll see. We'll see what happens. That is true. Gotta <laughs> give him a little yeah. break. Maybe it'll be better. Um, next we have Anime Expo holds light event in July. Uh, the Anime Expo's official Twitter page announced Friday that it'll be holding an Anime Expo light on July third and the fourth. The convention's official website has not posted any events, but allows visitors to sign up for updates. It, f- it features logos for Bushi Road, Crunchyroll, P- Pony Canyon, and Viz Media. Um, Anime Expo 2020 was was planned for July 10th to 5th, but it was canceled, so this is probably going to be an online event. So it should be very interesting. Yeah, here it is. It says, the company describes the event as a two-day stream of cosplay meetups, industry panels, Q&A sessions, and more. So should be really interesting. Um, I'll keep, we'll keep our eyes on that. You know what I mean? Follow us on Twitter, and we'll definitely you know, push the information as we get it more. Uh, last thing, we have Teasing Master... Tagakistan VR anime launches. And I I just this is some interesting ass news. VR anime. We are in the 20 the 21st century, ladies and gentlemen. You can now watch anime in VR. I feel like this would be the worst way to watch anything. Um because I don't like my understanding of VR is like you have to like turn your head to see everything and da da da. It's like like being inside a TV necessarily. That sounds yeah, good off of that. That sounds horrible <laughs> to watch anything that way. What, like, you know, what I mean, besides that, you know, that VR porn, you know, besides that, it sounds horrible to watch <laughs> anything that way. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't, I don't, I wouldn't watch it. But if you're interested, you got an Oculus Rift, um, or HTC Vive, or HTC Vive Pro, um, you can check it out. Let me know if it's good. You know, I might, might have to check it out. But if it's as bad as I'm thinking, it's gonna be. Yeah, no, nah, nah. and this is an older anime too, apparently. So it should, so it's they just re- rehashing something. Um, but that's all the news for this week. Um, you know, next up we got uh, last words. You know what I mean? You know, when you talk your shit, say what needs to be said. Uh, that's I mean I, I can't say that. That's it. That's what you do. Talk your shit, say what needs to be said. Nice, me, whatever. You know what I mean? Slander. We definitely we approve of all slander. 
on this page, on this, on this uh, account, um, or, or on this podcast, approve of all slander. Um, so, uh, Meech, what you got to say for your last words? Uh, for my last words, uh, you My Hero Academia fans, uh, I don't know, man. Y'all, y'all just weird, man. Like, y'all really be just complaining about everything. And personally, the series isn't for me. So, it is what it is. People probably gonna be like, oh, you don't like My Hero Academia. You're, you're casual. You like the old gen. No, nigga. I just have a preference. I don't care. And if we gonna really keep it a buck, when it's all said and done, are we gonna really gonna put My Hero in like a top 10 all-time conversation? Like, let's keep it a buck. <laughs> like, what do you think? I feel you. I feel you. I mean, like, I know yeah, the whole the whole idea of gatekeeping is just ridiculous. Like, everybody enjoys what they enjoy. You know what I mean? Like I make fun, like we make fun of Braxton on here. You know what I mean? Because you know she she low key casual, but you know what I mean. It don't matter. She enjoys what she enjoys, and she still you know what I mean enjoys the conversation. So it don't matter. You know what I mean? Don't judge somebody yeah. for the anime they watch. Okay. Yeah. I'm still gonna well, slander I... it though, but I don't <laughs> judge somebody. Okay. Slander and judging yeah. two different things. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna slander y'all animes, but. I ain't going to judge you for what you watch. Um, Last thing that I really want to say is just, you know what, y'all? For those who are watching, people of color, black people, be safe out here, bro, because the, these police is really acting grimy, bro. Like, shit don't make no sense. They really trying to make excuses for bro who killed uh, George Floyd. And when I saw it on the news, they said they tried to come up with uh, an excuse that, oh, George had health issues. Bruh, he's, he, he was caught on camera from multiple different angles. So there's no really justifying this. And it's cool he got third degree murder, but that joint we all know that joint was first degree. Ain't no way, bro. You on somebody's knee uh, neck for 8 minutes and he said he can't breathe and you still not letting up. You're bugging. So like I said, just just be safe out there. Uh these riots are completely justified. Uh niggas is getting tired, bro. We like enough's enough cuz at the end of the day Sooner or later, these police officers are going to end up on a T-shirt, and it's and it's going to be what it is. Like I hate to be negative like that, but people getting tired, bro. But yeah, like I said, just stay safe. Uh, make sure you tell your your family, your friends, little siblings. Just be careful around these police officers, bro. Something needs to change. All right, uh, my last words for today. Um, hmm. Uh, read Shade of Red if you haven't yet. Um, read God Punch if you haven't yet. Um, there's a, a boy, uh, forget his name right now, but he got his webtoon called Triple Tap coming out soon. Read that if you haven't yet. Gray manga coming out. Um, I believe I don't know if it's coming out webtoons or not, but when it comes out, you know, we'll, we'll know. We'll, we'll know. All right, you'll know. We'll know. Read that when that comes out. Um, Always up for black creators. I don't got no shows of slander right now. Nothing really out for me to slander. Black everybody delayed, so there's nothing for me to slander really. Um, I want to say, you know, what I mean, straight. You know, what I mean, it's it's, it's May 29, twenty twenty when we're recording today. Uh, you know, what I mean, rest in power. You know, what I mean, George Floyd. You know, what I mean, Brianna. Brianna. Uh, I heard about some guy named Tony who also died. Also, um, from police brutality. On rest in power to all of them. Um. You know what I mean? Uh, although, although this podcast is definitely for all people of all races, color, uh, races, nationalities, ethnicities, creeds, uh, religions, all that. Um, end of the day, we are black men. 
and a, and a black woman um, behind this podcast. So we really empathize and, you know, uh, all of us from America, so we all definitely, you know, and live in America, so we all uh, definitely understand what's going on and, you know, sympathize and, you know, we all feel the anger. You know, so uh, I'll be safe out there. You know, be safe out there. If you're protesting or anything like that, rioting, whatever, be safe. Um, and you know what I mean? All we can do, you know what I mean? Hope, pray for a better America and fight for it. You know, fight for it. So, uh, man, I got too much to say. Um, but that's it for this episode. Check y'all next week. And yeah, that's it. Peace out. Appreciate me being here, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I forgot. Thank, don't forget to see my man Meech over there at, um, on his podcast. Definitely put in the description. Check him out. Um, and yeah, that's it. Yeah, man. Stay safe.